Today, I'm going to talk about how much do consultants charge their clients. Welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Diogen Tirandekura. On this show, you will discover the realities, the successes and the struggles of business management and information technology consultants in the fast-moving B2B world. So stay tuned if you want to know more about what it takes to have a consulting lifestyle. So in this episode, I think it's a topic where there is a lot of opacity. The prices that consultants charge their clients are not something that is public. It's not like uh, you go to a grocery store and you try to buy some food. The price is already uh, labeled in front of the product for a consultant. is definitely not like that. And the same service can be paid at completely different ranges of prices, depending on many circumstances. Before I, I get into the actual numbers of uh, what the consultant charge, I would like to uh, first uh, make sure that we understand actually what we are pricing when, as a consultant, we are charging our clients. So what we are pricing is a mixture of, uh, in my opinion, different things. So first of all, it's a mixture of your expertise. So your level of expertise, uh, your time, uh, because you do spend time uh, working for your clients. So the end result of your uh, work that is provided to your clients and also, even though it looks like time, it's also getting access to you. Just getting access to you can be something that you can also include in your uh, pricing. Now, I will um, talk about the different pricing models that we can have when we uh, try to charge our clients. The first model I did talk about it uh, last week is the time-related model. So the hourly model or the daily model. So uh, either you have an hourly rate or you have a daily rate for your clients. Another model that is very interesting is the retainer, which is more like trying to uh, charge a fixed price or at least having a list of fixed prices that are paid on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis, on a quarterly basis by your uh, clients. We see that a lot, for example, in information technology, we see that a lot when uh, there is uh, IT support, when there is support for a client on an existing uh, application. Another model or another way uh, that you can price is value-based. So uh, when I say value-based pricing is really uh, you put price on the added value that you provide to your clients. So your price is a function of the added value that you have provided for your clients. I believe that it is ultimately one of the most interesting, if not the most interesting pricing model that you can have as a consultant. The other model is uh, to price the deliverable or the project itself. So uh, if you have an IT project, you say, okay, implementing a, a website or implementing a, a procurement tool that will you 100k so that's the project itself or a deliverable uh, when i say a deliverable it could be a business plan it could be a uh, a request for uh, funds because you're a startup so you prepare the whole file that will be sent to the organization that can provide the loan or the grant for the startup so you will charge the deliverable or the project so these are the different pricing models that you can use you don't have to choose specifically one you can uh, you can always have a uh, mixture of those uh, different models uh, last one one that i was about to forget is everything that is digital so uh, digital courses, digital content, any digital product as well. This is something that you can, uh, as a consultant, something that you can uh, charge to your uh, client. Now, today, I know that there are a lot of resources, a lot of people that have talked already about how you should determine what price you should charge your client. It's usually a function of your um, time, the way it is calculated. The calculation model that I'm going to talk about right now is much more valid for any consultant that is working either on a retainer basis or having an hourly or a daily rate. So first, the way you will start to calculate your price is that you will take into account how much you would like to earn per year and how much you think you should earn per year. 
I know that a lot of people will tell you that uh, you should look at your current salary. But the problem with taking this method is that right now, maybe the reason why you are leaving your employer to become a consultant is because you are underpaid. So if you start your calculation from your current salary, it's not the right starting point. You're already underpaid. So if you start by a, a salary in which you are underpaid, you might stay underpaid as an independent consultant. So take more an approach in which you say, okay, this is how much I want to have per year. Then over a year, we have 52 weeks. You will divide that amount that you want to make per year in 52. Then per week, so what we work during a week, either work five days or we work 40 hours. And you will divide that amount either in those five days or per uh, 40 hours. And on that amount, you will put yourself a markup. And that markup can be very wide. You could add 25% to 50% as a markup to it. Why you would need to add a markup is because, of course, during the year, and I hope you have that for you, you have some uh, vacation days. As an independent consultant, you will not be paid for your vacation. At least you will not be paid by your client for your vacation. You could be sick. You could have any family commitment or any other type of commitment that will prevent you to work. And also there are bank holidays. And these are days in which usually your clients are not available or are not working. So because you're not working completely those 52 weeks, you should add that markup to cover that. Another reason as well that I was about to forget is you have to uh, finance your own health insurance. You have to uh, cater for your own cost. You have to pay it by yourself. You don't have an employer paying you anymore for your uh, training. You may have all sorts of type of subscriptions. So you need to take that into account. So there is the value of your work, but there is also your cost that you incur of doing business and also maintaining your uh, personal life on top of the value that you are uh, providing to your clients. So if we take, for example, to provide a specific number, let's say you are a uh, human resources consultant, you help companies to uh, structure their payroll and you say, okay, I believe that the value that I have as a consultant is that I am a $250,000 per year consultant. And uh, you take that $250,000 and uh, you um, divide it in uh, the number of weeks, so 52, and uh, you uh, find yourself with a little bit less than $5,000, so uh, like uh, $4,800. And those $4,800, you divide them by 40 and uh, you get to $120 an hour. Then on top of that $120 an hour, I was talking about the markup and that markup that could be between 25 and uh, 50% that will, you will find yourself being a consultant that costs in average $150 to $180 uh, an hour. That's one completely hypothetical example as to how you could price yourself as a consultant. And if you listen to this episode and you try to do this exercise by yourself, I will really encourage you to uh, let me know uh, uh, what you think about what your uh, value is and if you are uh, happy to share it and what the calculation led to you and uh, how did you feel when you saw that calculation about what should be your uh, hourly rate or your daily rate and how does that translate if you uh, favor a retainer model or if you favor project-based work, favor value-based pricing, how does that translate into that? Now, I was talking about market rate and the fact that, okay, within the pricing that you have, you have a market rate and inside the market rate, you can say, I think that I am a low end, I am a mid range consultant, I am a high range, a high end uh, consultant. Uh, let's get into that and understand across the B2B consulting industry, who is actually more on the high end, more on the lower end or in the mid range of uh, prices uh, per consultant. So at the very top, uh, when we talk about B2B uh, consulting, we have the global strategy consulting firm. This is information that I found on a website called consultancy.org. I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes, by the way. But yes, the global strategy firms are the ones that have the highest uh, revenue per consultant in average. And that average is between your uh, $450,000 a year towards uh, $600,000 a year. And this is an average. So that really means that maybe some people are making a few millions 
clients while other are making maybe uh, 200 or $100,000 a, a year in those uh, companies. But that average is very big. It's really huge. So when I talk about global strategy firms, it's your, um, you know, your McKinsey, Boston Consulting Groups, etc. I don't have access to uh, their personal data. I'm taking it really from that source. I'm not uh, really uh, providing uh, confidential information about those companies. Then you also have what we call the functional specialist. So I was taking as an example that uh, HR consultant that is worth uh, 250K. And if it is the case, then um, that person will be in the kind of uh, lower range of that pricing because those functional specialists, whether they are global or national or regional, the average revenue that they get are 250K towards up to uh, 400K per consultant. So um, that is very interesting then because uh, as I was making the calculation, the HR consultant that wanted to be 250k a year consultant, bring that as a as a revenue, that person was actually charging about 150 to $180 an hour. And that's the lower range for a uh, global functional uh, specialist. By the way, uh, there is also the elephant in the room when we talk about consulting. We talk a lot about those big four, those big uh, consulting companies. They are also in that range of prices, a bit the same as the functional specialists. So uh, in terms of uh, average revenue that they get from their own consultants, it's also in between those, in average, those 250 to 400K per year. And then in the lower range and uh, low in terms of uh, consulting, there's more the small and medium-sized technology consultant, medium-sized accountant, and uh, some... uh, technology firms. So um, why technology firms are at the bottom? It's also because there is a, a model, a business model in which a lot of outsourcing is done. And that outsourcing is usually done in countries that are not in the Western world. So the salaries and the prices sold to clients could be lower. And for those type of companies, so the technology firms, small and medium-sized companies, medium-sized accountants, uh, we have in average a revenue that can go from about 100K to 50K. So I hope that all those prices that I have mentioned, they uh, help you or they provide you an idea about how much maybe you should charge your client. But in my opinion, my main message would be this one. If you want to choose a pricing model and you want to set a certain price, you have to be aware of your market. But first of all, you really have to think which pricing model will be the one in which you maximize your chances to be excellent, not to be good, but really to be excellent. If you know that you are comfortable and that you will be at your best as a retainer consultant or a value-based consultant, go towards that. I mean, don't hesitate and go towards that because the important thing, what will be very important important for you to be able to charge high is that you're excellent at your job. And consulting, is it's a huge referral game. It's a huge personal reputation game. And uh, your reputation is usually a combination of your personality and your level of excellence. Uh, that level of excellence is crucial is crucial because very often it happens that maybe with the new generation is different, but usually people first look at your excellence and then look at your personality. So uh, it would be very important to look at what will provide you with an unfair advantage because you're naturally excellent at a certain model when you have to deliver in a certain model. So um, that was the message I wanted to provide. And I hope that it will be good and uh, you can take notes on it and really uh, tell me what, what you think. If you want to uh, check the resources as well, they will be put in the show notes, the resources from this episode. But also, if you want to also share if you have made that calculation for you and what was the result, I'm uh, available on uh, LinkedIn. So my name is uh, Diogène and Tiran Decois. And also on my uh, email, don't hesitate to let me know. It's also my first name, Diogène, D-I-O-G-E-N-E at E-R-P-H-A-P-P-Y.com. So that's the name of my company. So thank you very much. And we meet again next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. Leave a review on iTunes if you have enjoyed the episode and subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified to hear other episodes with your host, Diogène Tirandekoura.